You're listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate. And now, here are your hosts, Joe and Dave. All right, let's get started. Hey, Dave. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Uh, we are in episode 14 of our podcast for the Urban uh, Lux, the Lux Lounge podcast. Gotta love the Lux Lounge. <laughs> Just having a little fun today. Um, Dave, what do we got going on? Well, we've got uh, some new additions to the office happening, and uh, we brought in Wes here to kind of talk us through it. Thank you, Dave. Thanks very much. Um, yes, um, we are a company called... Um, Premier Media Solutions, and we are actually installing a uh, extremely large iPad on the front of the building here that's going to be super cool, very interactive. People can look at properties throughout the MLS and, um, yeah, request viewings on that. Um, and what's even better is on the bottom 35% of the screen, we are going to be allowing some vendors to advertise themselves and showcase them to the people that are interacting with the TV screen. Yeah. Yeah, because here at uh, you know, Urban Lux, we actually kind of mimicked the, the shops you see in California, the real estate offices, kind of teasers, where uh, every time you get ice cream or pizza, Dave and I were talking about when we're looking for office space, instead of just getting an office, we got a storefront, uh, something where people are going to walk by, uh, they're going to kind of look at those listings in the windows, and this is kind of brings that to a, a totally different level. Absolutely agree with you. And um, just with the traffic here alone, um, it's pretty unbelievable. It's going to be running as well, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is never off. So uh, yeah, showcasing your business um, to all the people walking by is, is pretty unbelievable. We're kind of giggling because we know the drunk people at night are going to have off on with this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? Well, a couple of margaritas at Barrio Queen and... Uh, hey, let's go look at some houses on that big <laughs> iPad in the window. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to be like wiping fingerprints off uh, every morning. <laughs> but uh, no, this is cool. We're excited to put it up there. Um, it was something we actually uh, like seeing. We see a lot more of that stuff, kind of like I said, in California, where offices are a little more interactive. Um, so who do you see using this? Um, yeah, I mean, with the average, actual, the actual, the average time spent on this TV screen by somebody interactive on it is about 30 minutes. And the uh, the in terms of um, being able to view properties, and actually the cool thing about this is they can book uh, a viewing on that and then the, uh, the link will go straight to Urban Lux Realty. So you guys will be able to see who's, you know, registered on that and uh, go out and view the property that they're interested in right away. Wow. And yeah. for the agents out there, those are going to be leads that we obviously are going to be uh, passing to the appropriate agent. So it's an opportunity for the agents within the office doing floor time, whatnot, to gain some extra clientele. Absolutely. Now, Wes, can you kind of, I know there's a couple of different ways we can set this up. There's some where it goes through the window where we actually mount it inside. And then there's another way where we can mount it outside and... What's the what's better, worse, or indifferent for that? Um, definitely the outdoor one because it does look like a giant iPad. And for those that are wondering kind of how big this is, it's 26 inches wide by 55 inches tall, if you like. It's basically small, a small person's size. It's very, very big. So, yeah, I would say the outdoor one, definitely the psychology of uh, people wanting to touch an iPad. Um, yeah, outdoor all day. Awesome. I think that's how we're we're getting set up. Dave, I'm so old. My first mobile phone actually was that big. 
so I'm pretty used to it. <laughs> well, notice that they're not doing a large Surface Pro 3. <laughs> I like my Surface Pro. We have a battle here in the office. I'm the only PC guy for the most part. Everybody else is uh, is Mac. But uh, I'm old, so I'm getting... I cannot wait till I get curmudgeon yeah. <laughs> What age do I get to yell at little kids just for no reason? Aren't you already there? <laughs> get, get off my lawn! <laughs> Uh, we could do that with the iPad thing on the front, right? Get off my iPad. <laughs> Your 30 minutes is up. <laughs> uh, but we're really excited about being able to bring um, more resources to buyers. People on, who walk in front of our office, of course, we get people from Arizona all day long. Old Town Scottsdale is popular. But during season, during the winter, we are getting people from every state, every country walking by here. And everybody wants to know, can I afford to live in Arizona? Are there houses that I'd like? Uh, and we only have enough space in the window to put up a dozen or so of our own listings. And we really only advertise our own listings in our window, but this is going to advertise everything in the MLS. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of it. People will be able to do put searches in, have certain criteria that they want to look for. And yeah, they'll be able to check out the whole MLS on this TV screen. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And even for uh, Urban Lux Realty itself, the amount of um, yeah leads that it will generate from that is spectacular. And it's working while the brokerage is closed because it's 24-7. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And again, people, you know, quite often don't want to talk to us right away. They kind of want to find a listing and then talk to us. Right. Yeah. Ex- 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. I wish I did a car dealership so like I can just go drive the cars around and no salesman <laughs> talks to me for a while. This is kind of lets them do it. Because uh, again, the resources now, you know, we're finding that clients, I always laugh. And, and if somebody has me into their home uh, to list their house, I can guarantee Hey, I, I know you and your wife have probably been sitting there with a laptop in bed before you go to sleep on Zillow, you know, for months before I came over to your home. And this gives them the opportunity when they're just walking down the street because people here, they don't know how to search uh, unless that big pad's there. Yeah. And I, th- I also think the really, really cool thing with this is um, normally when you go onto a website, you may be able to get to see one or two properties before having to actually sign up. With this, you've just got free reign to be able to look as many properties as you want. And once you see one, bang, you can just request a viewing and go straight through Urban Lux Realty. That's perfect. Yeah, we're super excited about it. And um, being able to add it to the new location is going to be really sweet as well. Now, if we can just get one of those little cube uh, credit card swipes, so they could just buy the house right there. That'd be cool for us. We could do that. It's coming. Buy it now. Put it on your Amex. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get points. You can fly to Europe first. Yeah, class. yeah exactly. Fly <laughs> to England. Fly to England. Well, it's kind of dreary. The food, I don't know. I know. That's a lot of the grief I get. So but, how long have you been in the States? I've been here now nearly seven years. Wow. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I would definitely prefer the Arizona weather to the British weather, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm an F1 racer, race car fan. So ah, that having, to, having the, uh, to wake up at like, you know, 5 a.m. to watch the race. Yeah. 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 But uh, I know it's a home of England's a home of Formula One, second most popular sport in the world. We just don't see it here too much after soccer. That's right. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the soccer bit. Yeah. Well, football. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Football. <laughs> and your company is actually based out of the UK. Is that correct? I actually started there. Um, 
brokerages um, in England, we call them estate agents. Um, and yeah, in high traffic areas, we put up these TV screens and it was just working wonders for people because um, even with the uh, advertising aspect, to be able to advertise yourself on a high street, as we call them in England and in America, they call them main streets as well. Um, it just, it's tens of thousands. And, um, we was wondering how can we get, um, people get the opportunity to advertise themselves in high traffic areas and, and, and whilst also working in partnership with people. And this was a, a great way, but we do it here in the UK, Canada and America, but yes, it's started in England, but our main office is in Florida. I know that Canada agents, um, and, here in the in the states, we kind of work the same way. Yeah. Put people in our cars, drive around. England, totally different, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's completely different. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I was there and I was kind of checking out a property when I was still in high school or college, and they literally just said, "Here's the key. Tell us where it was. Like, go look at it if you want." Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, yeah, and all the fees work different as well. But our interest rates are, uh, yeah, they're way higher than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, it's still a great time to buy here. Um, yes, we have more buyers than sellers. Uh, everybody searching um, these search tools, and the reason why you're here help us with search tools for our clients and for people just casually walking by, because uh, it's discouraging. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of buyer fatigue right now. They're getting a little tired. Uh, so they want to make sure they can see that property the moment it comes on. Most of the search tools you're going to see online, um, you know, 80% of the houses that say are available are already pending. Uh, so you got to have lots of resources. And here it's just a teaser. This is a great one for us. We're excited to have you in. Going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much. Yeah, I, and just to echo that, I fully agree with you. You can look on Zillow on these and, and these other sites, but by the time you've found a property and kind of maybe inquired about it, it's already under contract because they're not up to date. Um, the fantastic thing about this TV screen is it's linked to the MLS and all live. Well, thanks awesome. for coming in. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks for the background, and, and we're excited to get this thing installed. Lovely. Thanks very much, guys. We'll Thank get you. some videos of people playing with it as soon as it's up. Absolutely. That'd be cool. We'll have you back. <laughs> All right. Thanks cool. again. Thanks, Wes. Let's see, Dave. We're going to move on. You know what I want to talk about today? What's that? Day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so a- I brought you in as the expert. <laughs> uh, again, we're just trying to have fun with, with our location and stuff that's relevant to Old Town Scottsdale. Uh, and I really did. I wanted to kind of go around or just think about um, as I get clients in, they always kind of say, you know, the people from out of state, Chicago, uh, Minnesota, uh, Milwaukee, they kind of bring up, hey, we love the, the, the fact that in Arizona, people are out all the time. So if you go to Old Town Scottsdale, um, North Scottsdale, the bar areas, I was in Gilbert last week. Um, there's some really great streets here, 7th and Missouri, um, you know, that have a lot of restaurants, all hip, new concepts, all in the same area. And people just go from bar to bar to bar, which is fun when I did in my 20s. But now we're seeing people in their 50s and 60s. They just want a different level of it. Yeah, they just still want to go from bar to bar to bar, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's more like wine to wine to wine. Uh, and then you end up at the coach house. And if you end up at the coach house, something 
bad happen that day. <laughs> right. Well, and if you end up at Gilligan's, you know you had a really bad day. <laughs> it's kind of like Denny's at Grand Slam breakfast at 2 a.m. Like something went wrong here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or something went really right. It was interesting because I know you hadn't been down to um, downtown Gilbert for quite a while. And you were just down there last week and didn't recognize it. I was shocked. And I was there in the middle of the day during the week and there was nowhere to park. The place was just packed. And that's traditionally not a lot of snowbirds. I mean, those are usually more local. Right. Well, you know, I think I told you they do that farmer's market there every Saturday. Um, But just a lot of great local restaurants have opened up down there. Yeah. Um, I know, I think Postino took over one building that nothing was successful in there before. Um, Oregano's has been down there for a while, been doing great. And then you're starting to see Sam Fox restaurants popping up down there. Well, Sam got, uh, from what I understand, is um, he got online with Gilbert to build that parking structure because they didn't have enough parking for all the restaurants. Uh, and that was holding back the restaurant growth. And once they, they all decided they're going to build that parking structure and Sam Fox, I guess, leased some spaces pre-opening, made it easier for the city to do it um, and said, if you build it, I'll come. And he's picked up uh, quite a few concepts in there. Yeah, no, and all of them are doing big. I mean, that's the nice thing to see these restaurants full again after this last year. Oh, they were packed. They were packed. I was I literally had. I was, I was hoping I could park and had to just keep driving. I just couldn't find anywhere to park. I guess U of A has a little uh, uh, and a building back there, block off. That'd be fun for the kid for college students going to class right on that street. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Um, houses around there, price of affordability in Gilbert Queen Creek is still relatively good. Be- given yeah, circumstances. I think right now you've got to be five, 600K to get a nice house in Gilbert. Yeah, but you're getting some size. I'm, we're putting one in Scottsdale on the market. We're both putting 600s on the market this week that we're pretty surprised that they're 600. Yeah, especially since I was going to list it at 525 in January. 1,400 square feet, three bedroom, two bath, single level home, no pool, $600,000 with a small HOA in, in North Scottsdale. Yeah, mine's 1,900 square feet, three-bedroom, two-bath, no pool, 600K. <laughs> Crazy prices. And, again, it's it's traditional older Scottsdale. Um, but that Gilbert, boy, uh, we're going to talk about a new office here in a minute. But I was actually down there looking for space because we our younger agents want us to open in Gilbert, and there's so much happening there. Uh, it used to be that people kind of – Gilbert was kind of you drive to qualify or you want to be in more horse land or you just want to be out of the city – now people are saying, nope, I want to go to Gilbert. Yeah, great, great family neighborhoods. Um, see a lot of like uh, friends of mine that are attorneys and some you know doctors and stuff like that will buy down there. And some of the you know uh, neighborhoods that have larger houses just because they get so much more house for the money Yeah, than they do in Scottsdale. And, you know, there what we don't talk about too much, and I'd love to talk about it in our next podcast, is some of the schools. But with the charter schools opening en masse, um, you don't have to worry about school districts as much now. And, and again, Gilbert's got a great school district. Don't want to talk down about it. It's a fantastic school district. But if you want some options, you don't have to live in the middle of Phoenix to get some of these charters like Great Hearts and Basis. They're opening right there in Gilbert. Yeah. And why not? I mean, you look at the downtown and what it's become. I could live in Gilbert. Oh, yeah. I mean, I literally was like, how do I coax my wife to spend a night out here? Uh, boy, if there's a nice hotel right there, I think I would just do a whole day and night there and wake up in the morning and go, I did a Gilbert. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it for breakfast now. Uh, but everything I kind of wanted, I was, uh, I was kind of jealous driving down the street. All these people hang out in the middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I come back to old town where everybody hangs out in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so if we had to leave the office right now at, uh, at 1220, where would you go? I'd probably go to Barrio Queen for some tacos and a margarita. 
always good. Love. <laughs> Can't go wrong. <laughs> Can't go wrong in Barrio Queen. Uh, those are a chain that's all over the place now. That was a, a concept over at uh, that first restaurant. She was at uh, 16th and Thomas. I thought it was Central. Barrio Cafe. Thomas, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, they, they get bought out by a bigger company, uh, expanding. Um, we had Chop Shop right down the street. That's kind of on our go-to healthy places. Yep. That got bought out, and that's expanding all over the place. Uh, but we got Kelly's. That's uh, Mastro's. Kelly's just in, individually owned, I think. I don't I think thought, Astros. I thought Mastro's out it. Do they? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so where we are, we could walk to uh, a good 20 restaurants without taking too many steps. Yeah, and... Now that the scooters are coming back, you can always jump on a scooter and go a little further. Man, those scooters. He gets on those things. I am not risking my life on one of those. <laughs> I almost hit him all the time with the car. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Someone having, who had too many margaritas is out riding around. Yeah. Guys in shorts and belly shirts. So these are the guys in belly shirts. <laughs> <laughs> one too many beers. Uh, but uh, it is a beautiful place to be in the middle of the, the day here with the sun shining. The weather's perfect right now. Um, and people are, like you said, they're walking. They're on these little scooter things. They're biking. And they're hopping in the bar to bar to bar. And, uh, you know, it's funny why in Chicago, people got pretty hammered. I was like, if you walked in a bar, you walked out a little hammered. But here, it's not. People keeping it pretty easy. I mean, you don't see them too, too wasted. Yeah, I think... It- Probably just depends on where you're hanging out, but like I would much rather go out during the day than at night. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a different. And then at nighttime, you know, we're gonna do a Luxon podcast, the evening one, uh, and talk about the nighttime. But uh, what is like the W? What does that role look like during the day? I know on the weekend it's crazy. Uh, well, there's the Maya Day Club, which I think has been pretty busy now. Um, they used to have the pool there, so um, I think that starts to open up as it gets hotter. Um, I know Bottled Blonde over there is always really, really popular. Yeah, they all have hey, yeah. the There's a Toby Keith. Yeah, I think that's I think it's still correct. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a fun little row, and that's just entertainment. So we had kind of, Old Town Scottsdale's kind of broken into the arts district, the entertainment district, the retail district, which we're kind of in, uh, and where Fashion Square is. Um, we're a mix. We're in between the two because we're in between Main Street and Fashion Square. So they kind of consider us a mix. So everything's kind of allowed. But if you go south of Indian School, um, you're kind of either gallery district or you're kind of the old town um, flavor of the turquoise and silver jewelry, old uh, west style. Uh, just to the east of us on the other side of Scotts Road, that's the entertainment district. We'll have streets and streets of restaurants and, and bars. Uh, kind of Rush Street in Chicago was the same way when I was young. Kind of just close it off at night and... Did what you did? Yeah, a buddy of mine who's uh, on the Scottsdale Police Department said that there's like 30,000 people every Friday and Saturday night that come to that specific part of Scottsdale. Wow. Yeah, a little younger than me. Yeah. A lot younger Same. than me. <laughs> <laughs> I got shoes older than those people. <laughs> uh, but a lot of fun. And the reason why I brought it up was it's not just super young people anymore. Because if you go to the W, which is kind of the anchor there, you're going to see people of all ages. Absolutely. And the W just redid their upstairs, came out really, really nice. And it's a nice hotel. It's right in the middle. And you can pretty much walk anywhere you want from the W. Yeah. And they're going to put up an Atari hotel right behind it. So I just talked to a person doing the Atari in, in uh, Vegas. They just purchased that land right behind the W. They'll be doing Atari, uh, a gamer themed hotel. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know that our wives would stay there, but. <laughs> oh, Pac-Man. Yeah. We're going to say the, the Miss Pac-Man room just yeah. for you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be a little different. Welcome to um, the pitfall room. <laughs> but I just kind of cool. You know, Phoenix, you know, you grew up here. Uh, I've been here since junior high and we were really kind of this big suburb. And now it's a lot of fun. And if you want to go out at first thing in the morning and start hitting some nightlife at 9 a.m., you can. Yeah. And, and uh, boy, when we go back to like the coach house, coach house is a hundred and some years old. It was uh, one of the first bars in Scottsdale. If I yeah. Remember. Yeah. And uh, and that one, you know, it's a string of cars in the morning of people that had Uber home. and then uh what is it uh rusty spur rusty spur and i think that's the oldest bar that was the that's the oldest bank in scottsdale so there's a vault in there so if you look behind the bar there's a big vault door and that was in the old west bank of scottsdale i think it was when it was orangedale before it was called scottsdale uh but yeah bank of orangedale something like that so i love old the old history of the town uh, but again, now it's a bar and it's a crazy bar. It's tiny, but they always got live music and it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's porters around the corner. Uh, you can't stumble without falling in a place that serves beer. Right. I've actually seen someone ride their horse to the coach house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then the horse took her home. <laughs> oh, well we have a right away in old town Scottsdale. So we deal with this when we do the Scottsdale Grand Prix. Oh yeah. Yeah. Horses you have right away in Old Town Scottsdale. So you get right away at cars. You can go through red light on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) You don't see too much of it anymore. No, no, definitely not. When I was a kid, we saw a lot more. When I was a kid, you wanted to date, like before we had cars, you wanted to date a girl with a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, two horses. Right. (laughs) You want to date the desert with with two horses. But um, yeah, I just, again, I just wanted to bring up, I've, I've just uh, been loving the amount of activity we're seeing again. After COVID, it's just really nice to see the amount of people on the streets um, getting that flash of, of uh, Gilbert and seeing that even out there, it's not, I thought it was a lot of snowbird driven. It's not. No, very much local families, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and everything getting filled up. We're, Arizona's kind of back. It's been, it never got totally shut down, but boy, we're totally back now. I don't, I don't see anything slowing down. Uh, we'll talk about the real estate market on our next podcast and what we're seeing with uh, that happening. Uh, but, you know, it's not just for snowbirds anymore. It will be packed all summer. I think we're uh, number one in the nation right now for um, real estate appreciation and people moving here. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the Californians are coming in. People are just liking that we're open. Um, and you can spend some money here. I mean, there's stuff to do. Yes, you know, absolutely. You buy a house. Buy a house, stay at a nice hotel, buy a house, fashion some restaurants. Uh, but uh, yeah, my typical clientele right now, we're seeing people in their, you know, around 60 who just want to, you know, get a really nice condo, a nice house, be able to get down to a, a restaurant real quick. It's funny. I think people forget how to, or don't want to cook anymore after like 60, like I'm done, I'm, I'm done cooking. I'm going to stay at nice, go to nice restaurants. And uh, boy, the restaurant row over at Fashion Square. I know. Packed all the time. Yeah. So valet there. Um, if you want the valet to leave your car within sight of the valet, it's got to be a GT3 Porsche or a Bentley. Lambo. Oh, yeah. I mean, the le- it's got to be a $250,000 car or above just to get parked near the valet stand. Yeah. Easy. Easy. 
which is ridiculous for Arizona. You just ne- would never think um, that kind of money's here. But boy, there'll they'll be 10 supercars out there. Uh, I feel bad just driving up in the Panamera and like, okay, my car's not going to get anywhere near the valet stand here. Uh, they just tell you to self-park. <laughs> <laughs> but the restaurant's there. All great. Uh, Nobu's amazing. Uh, Francine. Um, where did we go? Tocamadera is great. Yep. Then there's Ocean 44, all these walking distance. And there's a line. I mean, if you don't book them beforehand, you're not sitting down. We tried to get into Ocean 44. It took us, this was a month ago, and um, we still couldn't get in. Yeah. We, in the end of the cancellation, we ended up getting a reservation. But And Takaya? Is that the, the, the. Haven't been there yet. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done all of them. I'm liking that French restaurant. That yeah. Francine. Francine's that's, really great. That's And, and Nobu there? Nobu. Yeah. Nobu, yeah. Um, Nobu in the Four Seasons at uh, in Hawaii next year. Good. I think we're just about wrapping up. Um, it was a lot of fun today. Uh, we brought some different people in here. We kind of want to talk about a little advertising and then just things to do during the day here because it's tempting for us to work a full day. I think if I was a young single guy, it'd be really tough. Right. Yeah. It'd be, uh, well, I got my two hours in today and I'm <laughs> heading out. <laughs> I've been on a couple of scooter excursions with you and I, I took a nap in the office. <laughs> well, Dave, that wraps up, uh, number 14 in Wait, our podcast crazy series. Crazy that it's 14. Oh God, it's going quick. Uh, we'll catch everybody guys. Remember urban Lux real estate. Um, we're having fun with this podcast, but we are a serious business company, uh, to help people buy and sell their homes. You can call Dave, you can call me, you can call into the office. Call in the office, 480-359-6519 or email at info at urbanluxre.com. And then check our website out. www.urbanluxlux.com. Fantastic. Everyone have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate, located in Old Town Scottsdale, Arizona. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star review on your podcast player of choice, follow the show on Instagram, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have questions for Joe and Dave, feel free to write in to luxloungepod at gmail.com. We may talk about your question on the show, If you would like to learn more about Urban Lux Real Estate, please visit our website, urbanluxre.com, for more information. This podcast was produced by T-Door Productions. Intro music by Doug Maxwell. Outro music by Track Tribe.